right then. Third and final episode, I guess, or segment or whatever this is, spin-off. Uh, championship. Let's do the predictions for the championship. If you've listened to League Two and League One before, great. If you haven't, head over. Uh, we've got some interesting ones. Me and Luke disagree on a few things, but we also agree on a lot of it. So uh, have a listen there. Right, Luke. Talk me through who's in the bottom three of your championship. Who's getting relegated down to League One? Okay, so 24th, I've got Sheffield Wednesday. 23rd, I've got QPR. And 22nd, I've got Cardiff. Okay. Uh, what about you? Uh, slightly different. I've got one of those teams. 24th, I've gone for Rotherham. 23rd, I've gone for Sheffield Wednesday. And 22nd, I've gone for Swansea. Um, could change, Swansea. Could change. But, yeah, there, I had three teams, which I thought. And QPR was one of those three, but I went for Swansea in the end. Uh, should we talk about Sheffield Wednesday to start with? And then we'll take it in turn to talk about the other two. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Owner is probably the biggest issue at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. His aspirations are much higher than, well, by the sounds of it, everybody else at the club. Uh, Darren Moore obviously parted ways due to that as well. I think he's expecting a, a top six finish um, this season. However, I, I don't think that's going to happen. And Munoz, he's, is he really comfortable coaching the championship? He hasn't done it that much before. And they haven't really added to their squad from last season at all. I know, I know, it was a good League One squad, but there's not been any upgrades in any areas as of yet. Anyway, and Fletcher, they brought in a striker who I don't know how he's still in the Championship. He's not very good. He's not good at all. No, yeah, I completely agree. Obviously, he only came out a few weeks ago. As you just mentioned saying he wants a top six finish. He wants to sort of follow that sort of Sunderland path, I guess. Uh, but no, it's not going to happen. Why would you get rid of Darren Moore, who arguably did one of the greatest comebacks in playoff history uh, to win, five, was it 5-0 or 5-1? I can't quite remember. 5-1 uh, to yeah. get to the playoff final and then beat Barnsley to get up. Uh, then you let him go and then you say you want to get to top six. They're a long way from that, in my opinion. All right, there's been a few signings, but yeah, as you said, they bring Ashley Fetterin up top. What's he going to do? He's not going to do a lot. If you compare this team to the Ipswich team, you know, Ipswich just be RB Salzburg. So <laughs> probably my favourite to stay up coming out of League One. But as you said there, yeah, it's pretty much an all-star League One team. It reminds me a bit of Wigan, kind of back in two seasons ago. You know, Wigan signed all these great players who are great in League One, come up to the Championship. All right, they had their financial problems, but yeah, no, it's not great. Um Right, who's your 23rd place again? Oh, did we get the same 24th place? Um, no, Sheffield Wednesday was my one, but... Oh, yes, we did then. We both put Sheffield Wednesday 24th. No, I put Sheffield Wednesday 23rd. There we go. Oh, so, okay. right, that's right. so who's your 24th then? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I've gone for Rotherham. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a... I've got a, In my head, I just think this is going to happen. It's... Yeah, it's is trying to put words on this. Um, all right, they've signed a few good players. Cafu's coming from Not Forest. Uh, they've picked up Grant Hall from Middlesbrough and got Oniden Dinma, I think that's how you say it, from Luton and Dylan Phillips in. All right transfers, but ever since Paul Warren left, they've not been the same. Uh, we saw last January also they lost star players like Barlaza. Oh, Benny's now just gone up to Luton. 
I, I'm I'm not too sure. Like you know, the Cafu is a great signing, but he hasn't played for a year. Really hasn't really played for a year. You know, it's just I just think you know, out of all the teams, I think these are the ones that would go down. They've become a bit of a yo-yo team ever since like 2016, 17 seasons. They've they've been relegated to League One or they've been promoted to the Championship. So yeah, that's why I've gone for them. Okay, um, so in 23rd, I've put QPR. Yeah, it doesn't look great there, does it? Um, Gareth Ainsworth has already said, well, he's come out before a, a ball is kicked, really, and said that he's basically scared. Well, he, I think he was quoted as saying he was scared, and that was a few months ago. And then a few days ago, he said they're up against it without, again, kicking a ball. Um, so what does that say about this QPR team? Um, they also were fresh 5 0 by Oxford. Uh, last game they played in pre-season. And Ainsworth's style of play does not suit, well, suit the squad that he's got really at the moment. Um, he hasn't brought that many players in to QPR as well. So it's pretty much a Beal team still with a last chair. Who is, he's totally wasted in this team. He just bypassed as they go for a direct approach this season. And yeah, it's looking grim at QPR at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I've got QPR just outside twenty first, but I won't talk about my opinions. Now. I'll save that for a little bit. Um, so we've done my twenty third and twenty fourth, done your twenty third, twenty fourth. So twenty second, I've got for Swansea. Russell Martin's left. Um, and I think with experience with that, I just think you know he spent time building this team, and then he's left them. Um, and whoever comes in is never is not going to be the same style of play. And I don't think the transfer window has been good enough. They've spent four million on Jerry Yates. Uh, I'm not too sure if that's a smart signing. I think he's a good player, good player. But you know, for somebody Swansea should be trying to get in the playoffs. Really, uh, Jerry Yates scored 23 goals. I'm pretty sure in the championship and 100 games or something. So he's not really a replacement for Obafemi. Uh, it's just there's something about it. I just think. I just don't trust it. So, yeah, I've gone for them to get relegated because I just I don't trust it. So I disagree with you a lot there. Um, you, you'll probably you... see when I put them in, in the table. Um, I, I just think that Michael Duff is a big improvement mm. um, for Swansea. I think he's a lot better manager. And he's shown that he can pick up probably a mid-table team on paper and lift them up into them playoffs last season. So I, I, again, I don't see why not. Why, why you think he's, he's going to be down there this season? They brought in Archie Collins, is it from not Archie Collins? Josh Key, Key um, from Exeter, and he's also brought in yeah Jerry Yates, who had an amazing season last season for a struggling Blackpool team. Uh, so that's probably why I, I put them further up the table, a lot further up the table. I know, I know, I think. I don't know. I just it's just one of those weird feelings I've had. Yeah. It's my only it's my only one in the three leagues which sort of stands out as a weird one. Um well, not really. We we had a, we had a weird one the other day, uh, well yesterday with Exeter. Yeah. You know. But this one, this one proper stands out. Uh right, have you got twenty second? Uh twenty second about Cardiff. Um Again, I think they've been knocking on relegation door for the last couple of seasons. 
Um, for me, Cardiff won't be a strong enough team to avoid the drop. Again, they've signed Aaron Ramsey, but we don't really know what quality he has. Um, he wasn't even good enough a couple of seasons ago to get into the Rangers team. Um, and the manager, Bullot, uh, does not come with sensational reviews from Turkey. Uh, he's more a defensive first coach, which I don't think Cardiff fans will enjoy. And you also still have to pay £9 million to Nantes for Emiliano Seller. So they're going to be struggling in the transfer window as well. And again, they've been sleepwalking to relegation for seasons now. Um, again, I don't know why they sacked Morrison. The only positive about them is they've signed Josh Bowler, yeah. uh, who can, if he, reca- if he recaptures the form of two seasons gone by, then I think he might single-handedly get them out of this relegation battle. Yes, he is an absolute, he's a quality player, isn't he? Um, right, let's move on up the table then. We're going to do our relegation fight, but safe sort of teams. Uh, and that is between 21st to 17th, I'll say. Yeah, seven, 21st to 17th. Uh, do you want to run through your five teams there? Uh, 17th, yeah. So um, in 21st, I've got Huddersfield, 20th, Rotherham, 19th, Blackburn, 18th, Plymouth, and 17th, Hull. What about you? Uh, a few similarities in there. I've gone 21st, QPR, 20th, Cardiff, 19th, Plymouth, 18th, Huddersfield, and 17th, Hull. Uh, I'll start with my two teams at the bottom, just because you've already mentioned both of them, QPR and Cardiff. I'll do it quickly. Uh, QPR, yeah, no, I agree. Gareth Ainsworth came out and said, he's worried and scared about the league. That's not going to fill your team with a lot of confidence, is it? Um, I think transfer window-wise, it's not been ideal. They've lost a lot of players, but yeah, no, it, it, he plays in a certain style of form. Well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. A certain style of play or whatever words you wanted me to say. Um, and I just don't think these are the right players for him. We saw it do at Wickham where he didn't have any money. Uh, now he has got money. It's, it's, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to work. He's brought Jack Cole back in, 33. I can't. He's not going to be as good as he was two years ago for Forest in the Championship. Begovic and goal as well, 36. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Cardiff, on the other hand, I completely agree with you. They've walked into this position now. Uh, you know, it, it's not great, but Josh Bowler uh, and also they brought in EK Ogbo, um, a former Chelsea Academy player. Uh, he's in on loan. I think he could do quite well. It'd be interesting to see what he can do at this level. But again, he's not a top end striker. So yeah, I think just for me, just above, but could be in that battle. Uh, who have you got 21 and 20th again? Uh, I've got Huddersfield in 21st. I think Neil Warnock um, for the, at least the first 10 games will get this Huddersfield team really going. They haven't really made any outstanding signings though so far, which is why I, I just assume they're going to be down there again. I mean, Tom Edwards is a good um, arrival from Stoke City. He's, he's played really well at Barnsley last season until he got injured. So I think a step up to the championship is right for him. And he's really the only real signing they've made. But I think that does slightly improve their defence, which is what Neil Warnock would want. Um, only problem is Warnock might lose interest halfway through the season when it, if it feels like the job's pretty much done. Um, he's usually 
liking jobs where his back's up against the wall. So he, he could leave and retire again. And then in 20th, I've got Rotherham. I know, again, like you said, I've still got the same worries about them. But I just think Matt Taylor, again, is just an, a very good manager and will probably keep them up. Yeah, Cafu and Grant Hall, probably the two signings that I think are the best for them. They've also signed a winger called Andre Green yeah. from Bratislava. N- never heard of him before. I have. Um, he, um, have you? He came through the Aston Villa Academy. Um, yeah. This is my FIFA knowledge coming through, not 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 because I just know everybody. He came to the Aston Villa Academy a few years ago. Uh, he's played in Scotland, and I want to say he had a loan spell at Preston. No, Sheffield Wednesday when they're in the Championship. But mm-hmm. then again, he's gone to Turkey or wherever. He's disappeared for a few years. So yeah. So okay, go back to these two clubs, Cardiff and Huddersfield. I think there's just no not Cardiff, at Huddersfield and Rotherham. I think there's going to be three teams worse than them this season, which is the biggest reason why I think they're both going to stay up. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I've got Huddersfield in 18th. I completely agree with you. I, the only reason I put him 18th is Neil Warnock. Um, you know, he proved that the team can sort of do something, but yeah, like that, my 18th is quite a loose 18th. They could very well slip down. Uh, who have you got in 19th? In 19th, I've got Blackburn. Um, this might come as a surprise to many. Um, but John Dalton Thomason has already said that the goalposts have moved, that this season is going to be a tougher one for Blackburn, as, again, financial issues are plaguing the club right now, even though they've just sold Ben Burrett and Diaz. So I think it's going to be a hard one, and John Dalton Thomason might even leave the club after a few months, um, as I think he'll probably walk away, because this is not the Blackburn he was promised when he joined the club. Yeah, no, 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 that's fair. I've I've popped them up not too far up, just in 16th. Uh, my 19th, I said Plymouth Argyle. Um, a lot of excitement around Plymouth at the moment. Obviously, Pie Face Sports and Josh Whittacombe. They've got a few celebrities around them. Uh, did really well last year. And they've held on to a lot of these quality players. You know, Jordan Houghton still signing new deals and defenders. And Michael Cooper as well will be back from injury. So it's very exciting. Um, but I'm a bit worried in the transfer market because the players that they're signing, the players they had last year, so Barley Mumba, uh, they managed to get Morgan Whitaker back. Uh, I think they paid around one, just over a million each for both of them. But, and obviously the news today or yesterday, Finazaz is back on loan from Aston Villa for round two. But they've got nobody up front. Um, they've obviously lost Niall Ennis. He's gone to Blackburn, as you just mentioned. And that means a lot of, Reliance is going to be on Ryan Hardy. They signed Ben Wayne, an Australian forward, uh, last Christmas, but he's, again, untested. So until they sign this guy that's going to score 20 goals for them, I'm going to pop them in just in 19th. I think they, they should survive with the quality they've got, but in regards to pushing up the table, it's a tough league. I, I'm, I think that's where they're going to be. Yeah, I've got Plymouth 18 for basically the, the same as you really are, I think they'll be safe because they've brought in loads of good players from last season who were arguably some of the best players in the league. Yeah. Um, and I think that should be just about enough to keep them up. But again, Stephen Schumacher has proved himself to be a great manager and someone you can trust. So that's why I put them 18. Yeah. Uh, right. 17th place then, I went for Hull. Who did you go for again? 
Uh, yeah, same. There we go. Right, you oh, start. 17th, yeah, 17th. Yeah, 17th yeah. You start and then... Uh, yeah, so financial cutbacks for Hull this season means the club will not be in the same position financially as it was last season when it brought in loads of quality from Turkey, which in the end didn't really pay off with two fan... Um, what's the other one called? Estupinian and uh, another player that I forgot the name of. Um, John B. Sarri as well from Fulham. Yeah, Sarri as, as well, yeah. Um, and, they uh, can't bring in players. Well. Yeah, they can't bring in players as big as that this season. Um, they're going to have to act smartly to gain a few places on last season as well. Um, but the owners and the board and Liam Rossini is not renowned for spotting hidden gems and that's the kind of market they're going to have to go in this season. Um I do think some of their incomings have been decent. Like Ruben Vinagre, who's played in the Premier League for Wolves, has come in. Uh, he looks pretty good. Aaron Connolly has come in too. We don't really know how good he's going to be anymore. And Liam Delap, who was a bit underwhelming last season, to be completely honest, um, mm. at both Stoke and Preston. So he's not a surefire thing either. So I think they'll struggle. I think Ryan Woods, it looks like he's going out the door which will, will be a loss to them um, they're going to have to rely on some championship standard players next season like uh, Greg Go- uh, Greg Doherty's so I think they should be fine but it's going to be a struggle for them to compete next season No yeah I completely agree um, they've, they've got a good core I would say to this team but that's where it sort of ends as you said the sign Liam Delap I really want him to get going, but there's a lot of hype for him at the start of last season. I want to say, well, this might be the season before now, but he hasn't really done anything. Third loan to the championship. He's obviously been at Middlesbrough and Preston before. Aaron Connolly coming in, again, not living up to his first season, the first breakthrough season he had at Brighton. Uh, but outside of that, you know, the team, as you said, they've got good championship experience. So, yeah, I just think a safe 17th for them. I don't think... I just... Yeah, it's one of them. I think this team's got a lot of potential. If Esther Pinion's on the same form he was at the start of last season for the whole season, for example, wow, that, that would be impressive for them and probably shoot him on the table, but he, I just he won't be. So, yeah, 17th. Uh, right, let's move into the mid-table zone. Uh, ooh, interesting. Um, ooh. There we go. Thank you, Luke. Uh, okay. This is going to go from 16th to 11th. Yeah, so in 16th, I've got Preston. Uh, 15th, West Brom. 14th, Birmingham. 13th, Watford. 12th, Ipswich. 11th, Norwich. And that's it. Yeah, that is it. And my yeah. one, 16th, I've got Blackburn, who you've already mentioned, so I won't talk about. Uh, 15th, Preston. 14th, West Brom. 13th, Bristol City. 12th, Watford. And 11th, Ipswich. So a few a few changes there. Uh, right, yeah. 16th, who have you got? Can't uh, 16th, I've got Preston. Nice. Um, I've already talked about them, though. So 15th, uh, we have all, yeah. Why did I say 16? Oh, I don't know. Have we talked about Preston? I've talked about Preston. Why did you talk about Preston? I don't know I haven't. Never mind. I'm just yeah. I'm just thinking about um the lap. Never mind. Um so yeah, 16th I've got Preston. Not been too impressed with their incomings this season. Mm-hmm. Um Calvin Ramsey from Liverpool, probably pretty decent, but we don't know. I think is is it his first or second loan in the EFL? 
think it might be the first. Uh, first one, yeah. Yeah, and then Jack Watmore from Wigan um, on a free transfer. I think that's that's quite a good signing for them. And Will Keane from Wigan as well. Um, three of their biggest signings this, this season. Uh, Will Keane will probably do quite well at Preston, um, considering he scored a, lot, a ton of goals in League One and quite well, quite a bit, really, in the Championship last season. And Jack Watmore for this level is probably a decent centre-back as well. So I think it'll be a stable season for Preston. I don't think they're going to be pushing the top end of the on the end of the table at all. But I think they are good enough to stay out of relegation battle. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I've been quite disappointed with this transfer window. I think last year we saw something quite exciting under um, Ryan Lowe. Obviously, they signed Freddie Woodman. They bought Ben Whiteman in, I think slightly before Ryan Lowe, actually. Uh, but, you know, Troy Parrott was there, Ben Woodburn, all these young, exciting Premier League talents. Uh, and this year, it's not really been the same. You know, they bought Will Keenan, 30-year-old from Wigan. Uh, and as you said, Jack Watmore as well coming in from Wigan. It's not, you know, there's still a month left in the transfer window, so that could change. But I've not. it's not been excited enough. And yeah, I, I just think, 15th, right in the middle of the mid-table. Yeah, I think that's all they're going to achieve. Uh, right. Blackburn, Preston, who's your 15th place? Uh, my 15th place is West Brom. Again, financial difficulties on West Brom has basically meant that this transfer window has been non-existent for them. The only incoming of note being Josh Madger, who has done pretty well at second-tier French side Bordeaux for the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, so I think he'll be an improvement on what they've got. I mean, I know they've got Thingy up front, what's his name? I keep forgetting his name. Oh, Brandon right. Thomas Asante up so. front, but they haven't got anybody else with him. Now they have in Josh Manager. But I just think the rest of the squad looks a bit a bit old. It's getting, it's getting a bit old now. Um, so that's why I've got them 15th. Yeah, no, I'm I've popped them in 14th, so just one above again. Um I agree. Thomas Sante obviously overachieved last year for me, coming straight from League Two to starting every game in the championship. Doesn't really happen a lot of times. He did really well. I think Josh Madger is a good, good, great bit of business for them. Uh be nice to see if he can relive his Sunderland till I die days uh again in the championship. Uh, they have got Daryl Dyke, don't forget, but again, a player that's not really lived up to his Barnsley loan back in be three years ago now, won't it? Uh biggest problem then for me is Dara Shea. You know, him going to Burnley's punched a massive hole in their defense. Uh one that which they've not signed the replacement of yet. Uh and as you said, all the other options around there, bar uh Keepery, who's 26, the rest are 32, 34. So you know, you can say age is good for experience, but they're not going to be as mobile. So coming up against uh, Leicester City forwards, you know, it's going to be going to be quite tough for them. Uh, who have you got in 14th? Uh, in 14th, I have got Birmingham. I think that they won't be in a relegation battle this season at all. I think the new investors have done really well. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a good season for Birmingham by Birmingham standards. Uh, they've acted very well this season in the transfer window, signing Sir Dembele from Bournemouth, uh, Lord from Man United and Bielik, um, just to name a few under the new ownership. It's looking very positive around Birmingham now. The, the gloomy clouds seem to be lifting around the stadium. 
Uh, yeah, very nice. I've actually put Birmingham as my surprise team, so we'll talk a little bit about them later. Uh, let's move on up to 13th then. I've gone for Bristol City. Um, I just think this is one of those teams, again, we spoke a little about it in the other League 1 and League 2 podcasts where they a team sort of exists, if that makes sense. They're, they're good enough for... You know, they're not going to get relegated, and they're just slightly off... Uh, the promotion, the promotion chase for me. They've lost to Silva, which I think is going to be a massive blow. He's gone off to Coventry, their right back. Uh, sorry, not right back, left back. Um, but they've still got a lot of use. It'd be interesting to see where Alex Scott ends up and what happens with the money there, where, where they invest that. Um, and I guess actually another, I've just thought of this, another guy that's left, uh, Kane Wilson's gone to Derby as well. So they're both, both left and right back. Could be a problem. Um, but Port Hayden Robertson is he your friend or is he Kieran's friend? Kieran's friend, Kieran's friend. That's it. it was at Derby last year. He's coming as a replacement at left back. Uh, but the sign of Jason Knight as well from Derby, he could be quite good. So, yeah, like I said, I just think you know, I just think they're not going to challenge for promotion, and I think they're slightly better than a few teams we've just mentioned. All right, I just did my 13th, you do your 13th. I mean, 13th place, I've got Watford. The club stinks. Um, stinks a lot. And I think they're in danger of becoming mid-table mediocrity uh, in the Championship. They haven't brought in that many good players. Reese Healy, they've brought in as a centre-forward. He's all right. I think he was playing in the second division of France. He's but lose he is season. class. He is class. Um, Jamal Lewis, not done bits in the, champ- uh, in the Premier League. Tom Ince is all right, and Jake Livermore is so old now. Um, I do think they're going to struggle this season to get where they want to, especially due to Ismail Starr and uh, João Pedro going as well. Um, big losses for them up front. Yeah, I've popped them in 12th, so one just above you. Um, Reece Ealy's a player that you know I, I like quite a lot. He used to be at MK Nons for a bit. Uh, scored a lot of goals for the Dons. He's a good player. He is a good player. Um, it'd be interesting to see how he does in the championship, though. He's never played in the championship. He was at Toulouse, obviously, just before scored 34 goals for them in 64 games. So, I mean, that's pretty good shooting. But yeah, no, Watford, they're not, they're, I, I can't see them challenging for the playoffs in this league. Uh, like you said, they, they've got a lot of holes still to fill. They're currently looking for another striker. That that's been where Tom Ince did really well last year, at Reading. But I think M thirty one is he going to be as exciting as some of the other players? He's no, he's no Jao Pedro, or Ismail Lassar, is he? So it'd be quite interesting. Who have you got in twelve, Luke? In twelve, I've put Ipswich. I know it, it might be a bit low, um, and I think some people have predicted them to be top six, um, but. Again, I don't really know if they can be, be, be top six this season. It just seems maybe a step too far this season. Next season, I, I would back them, but not this season. Um, they brought in some really good players, like Jack Taylor from Peterborough, George Hurst from Leicester, uh, on a permanent now, um, Amari Hutchinson from Chelsea. And that's about it, really. Um, haven't really... Bought that much in, even though their their squad from last season was was the one of the best. I think mean, it was the best on paper, 
So I, I think they'll be fine. Um, I think they'll probably flirt with the playoffs for, for a few weeks at a time. But I think in the end, they'll finish 12th. Yeah, I've popped them again, one above you. Um, yeah, right. We'll, we'll enter the uh, the playoff zone, the, uh, the race for playoffs. Let me just talk about Ibisic before we find out who your five teams are. Um, yeah, I think, again, like you said, they've got an all-star sort of League One team. But the difference between them and a team like Wigan or Sheffield Wednesday, they spent a lot of money on young, good players. Uh, Leif Davis and, uh, what's his name, Nathan Broadhead are the ones that stand out first. George Harris could sign him. Um, and apart from that, the rest of them are going to be good players at this level. So, yeah, I think they're building. I think next season, as you said, they, you know, we could be looking at the playoffs, but at the moment, there's quite a lot of competition. So I think just there. Right, playoff zone, the teams that you think are going to fight, but not just in there. So I want from 11th to 7th. Okay, so in 11th, I've got Norwich, 10th, Coventry, 9th, Bristol City, 8th, Millwall, and 7th, Southampton. Nice. Uh, for me, as mentioned there, 11th, Ipswich, 10th, Millwall, 9th, Birmingham, 8th, Coventry, and 7th, Norwich. So, 11th for you, go. Uh, Norwich, no inspiring signings at all by the looks of it. Um, they brought in Shane Duffy. How old is he now? Like 40. Um, Ashley Barnes, again, he's about 42. Um, the only... Incoming that I think is a little bit exciting is Christian Fashnat from uh, Young Boys, who is a very good right move and has done a lot of good for Young Boys in the past. Um, I think it's two steps backwards for Norwich this season. I don't think they'll be challenging playoffs at all. Um, I just think the rest of their squad's probably good enough to keep them in mid table. I'm surprised if they fell even further than 11th. Okay, uh, I'll get on to them in a minute. My 10th place then was Millwall. Um, I think we saw a really good season from them last year. You know, challenging for the playoffs. I think that would be, again, the same this season. I think all the teams from 10th to 7th that I mentioned will miss out narrowly um, just because of how competitive this league is. Uh, they've lost two players that sort of stand out, Scott Malone, and then the other, actually, no. And Mason Bennett. They both played big roles, but I think it was time for them to move on. Uh, signings, though. Nisbet coming down from uh, Herbinian. Is that how you say it? Herbinian? How do you? Just put Hibs. Hibs. There we go. Nisbet from Hibs. Um, he did well up there. The reason I'm I'm sort of a bit hesitant is because obviously Scottish is not the same as English football here. So I'm sure he, you know, if he could have the same effect that uh, Ross Stewart's had at Sunderland. It'll be unbelievable, but then again, it's got the chance not to. Um, other smart signings, Joe Bryan on a free from Fulham. Great player at this level. Uh, one of the key reasons why Fulham got back to the Premier League from that final, that that uh, free kick goal he managed to score. So I think they're going to be pushing for the playoffs, but again, I think they're going to narrowly miss out. Who have you got in 10th? In 10th, I've got Coventry. Um, I think they've decreased in quality that, uh, this season, especially because of the loss of Victor Gokarez. Um And the rest of the league is at the top end has improved too, which means, unfortunately, you know how much I like Coventry, but yeah. I think they might slip down the table. And again, I know it was pre-season, but I wasn't too impressed with them when I saw them a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think if they keep hold of Hamer, they might get a bit higher than this. 
um, but it's looking less and less likely um, as he doesn't want to sign a new contract. So the only time they're going to get money for him is this season. Um, another bit of good news is Callum O'Hare's coming back from injury slowly but surely, and he'll be a big boost for them towards the middle and end of the season. Yeah. Uh, I'll pop them in eighth. I'll talk about them now, just because we are. Uh, I completely agree with you. I think, you know, when we saw, I know the only example I've got in my head is MK Duns. I don't really want to talk about them all the time, but a team missed out on the playoffs was Duns. I think Coventry have done a slightly better because they've held on to a lot of these star players, but they have lost a few, Gokarez, um, and maybe Hamer as well there. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of positivity around them, especially from the Coventry fans. When they played Dons in the preseason, they did sell out the top end of the uh, of the stadium, so that's a good eight thousand, I would say, came, or maybe it was a bit actually maybe six thousand came. So there's a lot of good buzz around them, but I just don't think it's going to go their way, and it's quite upsetting to see. But you you see it all the time, don't you? Where the team's got a good buzz around them and it just doesn't really happen. I think Alice Sims will be a good player at this level, but I don't think this is going to be his year. He's not going to be like Gokarez. I think next year, maybe. He's still quite young and hasn't really got a lot of championship experience. So, yeah, I do agree with you there. Uh, Luke, who have you got in ninth? They outnumbered you, didn't they, in that pre-season game? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. We had about 100. Uh, they nearly outnumbered us too, which was a bit mental. It's great. No, I remember just turning up to the pre-season game and there was... I say realistically, one to two thousand Dons fans, uh, mm-hmm. and then you look to your left, and it's just a sea of blue. Coventry, it, it was it was a bit much for a preseason friendly in my eyes. Uh, not salty that Dons aren't like that at all. Okay, so in I'm going up to ninth now with Bristol City. Uh, I think they'll be massive dark horses um, this season. I think they are, they will be my dark horse. Um, signs showing that this is a free-flowing Bristol City on the Nigel Pearson. They've moved to a back four, which meant that towards the end of the last season, they did really well. Um, and on their day, they could rip open anyone. Uh, mainly notice that they may be a little bit inconsistent, um, as they were last season from time to time. Uh, they would be higher up if they keep on to Alex Scott, which doesn't look that likely. But I, I think they will keep a hold. No, I don't actually. Why did I say that? I don't think they'll keep hold of him. But if they did... They might get playoffs. Nice. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've already spoken to them, obviously. But that Alex Scott could be a massive bit of business if they manage to keep him. Um, for me, my surprise team of the league, I'll say it now because I said it earlier, is actually Birmingham. Um, you may agree with me, you may not. I think they've been really smart with the transfers at the moment. Uh, the first player I want to talk about that they've signed is Ethan Laird. Unbelievable player, right back, Obviously, just signed him from um, Manchester United, and he's going to cause havoc in this league. He's a he's a fast right back. He's sort of well right wing back. I would say actually, he's really good attacking, very good defensively. I think he's been a, a great bit of business. Managed to get him in slightly cheaper. Um, he's sort of come up for the EFL. Uh, he was most notably at Swansea and Bournemouth. Bournemouth when they got promoted to the Premier League. So great player. Uh, they've bought Dion Sanders. They've also managed to buy Lee Buchanan. Uh, they bought Tyler Robertson as well from Leeds uh, and the Bialik as well from Derby. Uh, and they made some great money as well from Joe Bellingham and Tabitha Chong going off to Luton and Sunderland. I think they're doing great business. And I don't think 
they're quite there for uh, the playoffs. I've also got the signings of Dembele as well and Keshi Anderson, two good wingers. Um, but I think, you know, from what we've seen over the past few years, I think this is a massive step in the right direction for them. I know you put them a little bit lower, but I just, I don't think they're going to be playoffs, getting the playoffs, but I think, you know, it's good, a good step forward. Okay. Um, I agree with a lot of what you've just said. Um, but in my eighth place, I've got Millwall. I think you spoke on it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Not really too sure about their incomings, but they've kept their squad pretty much together. All their star players have stayed. And in Gary Rowett, the longest serving manager in the championship, I think they've got a solid manager for the job. And I think they'll it'll keep them around the playoffs for most of the season, but just missing out. Very nice. Yeah, I've already said my eighth, which was uh, Coventry. So let's move on to seventh. I popped Norwich in there. You said they weren't going to do anything. Uh, I've just favoured them over Watford, to be honest. That's that decision. Uh, in my head, I had two teams. Who who do I think will challenge for uh, playoffs? I went for Norwich. They've got a few good signings. Jack Stacey coming in. Uh, obviously from Bournemouth, he could be quite good at this level. Uh, and as you said, Fasenach, I think that's how you say it, is it? You said it perfectly earlier. Uh, and Ashley Barnes as well, good at this level. So, I, I, again, I don't think they'll get playoffs, but I think they'll be in that bracket of 7 to 10. Uh, they might be a little bit lower, maybe Coventry above them or Birmingham or something like that. Yeah, so this, this might come as a surprise to many, but I think Southampton will come seventh. Um, I know other people might have put them higher. However, I really don't rate uh one sec. I really I really don't rate Russell Martin Ball at all. Um they will need to have 80% of the possession in every single match. They're gonna lose James Ward Prowse at some point this season. Um when Russell Martin won't be, well, what Russell Martin won't be immediately successful at Southampton. Let's uh, put it that way. His, his style does take time to get used to, and it does take, get time to get drilled into the players. So they won't start off well. Every team will be wanting to get points over them because Southampton are now one of the biggest fish in the championship to get points off. And again, transfer business has not been great. Two players in, Shay Charles from Manchester City who's a defensive midfielder, haven't really seen him play senior football before, and Ryan Manning, um, who know who you know well, Harry? No, not really. No? Okay. I just, I should, I just assumed he's one of them guys that dragged all the way from Milton Keynes. Um, yeah, Ryan Manning from Swansea uh, on a free transfer. Not, yeah, the most, I... not the most ideal transfer window so far. Yeah, I've popped Southampton in sixth, um, one place above you. Uh, yeah, as you said, the only reason I put them in sixth is, is because at the moment it's looking like they're going to keep War Prowse until probably Christmas because they're the transfer valuation is just way too high for a championship player. Um, and I like Bazzini in goal as well, who I think could help them. But you know, as you said there, Russell Martin Ball, I'm getting really frustrated with this man. To be honest, um, he's not doing his managing career any help. I think. If we go back to day one, when he was at MK Dons, he left us the day before the season started um, after building probably arguably the best squad we have had in the last 
six, seven years. Uh, he had a fantastic opportunity to get us promoted. I understand Swansea came in, but again, that was a fresh start. In my opinion, he should have stayed at Don's, got the trophy uh, and then looked at moving on. Um, but no, he went to Swansea. He did the same thing there. He was there two seasons, built this team, spent ages teaching them how to play 70% possession and sort of started getting the success out of it. I spoke about it, I think, in the last episode of last season's podcast. Um, where they won the last four. and got, I think they won three and got a draw in the last four games. Um, and now he's got to a stage where he's built a team there that's doing well. He's left them. He's gone to Southampton uh, and he's going to have to strip this team apart again. He's going to lose Lavia in midfield. He's going to lose Ward Prowse. Alcarez probably will go to. Um, che Adams up front is wanted by Forrest, Bournemouth, all of those sort of teams. So... He's got a big job on his hands and I don't think he's capable. So, yeah. Yeah. What has he actually done? Like, what has he ever achieved? He's finished. That's, that's I think a big question. His highest league position is either 11th or 12th. Yeah, exactly. So he, I don't get why got, all these big teams want to sign him all the time. No, I think it's because he just, he stands out because they do this boring passing on the back. But I have to say, it's one of the most frustrating things to watch whilst they're learning as well. So, yeah. Southampton fans, you may be excited at the moment, but you're going to have a year of a lot of frustration and panic when you see them passing the ball around the back and they lose it to the striker because it does happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring the game up that I witnessed it firsthand. Shrewsbury Town 4, Milton Keynes 2. Um, we essentially battered you in the first 20 minutes because you couldn't pass it down back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was when we were fighting relegation. So. Yeah, you play a high press against them, they crumble. Um, and it's going to be, I understand Southampton obviously have got better players than MK. James Will Prowse, England International, fine. He he will do well, but, you know, you're going to be playing up against better opponents. And at the end of the day, every footballer is the same. Learning this and trying to play these ridiculously, unnecessarily risky passes around the back for 90 minutes. Mistakes do happen. Um and as I said, you're gonna, they're going to be losing a lot of players. Uh, and Tino Livramento as well, the right back, he's probably going to go, meaning you're going to play Walker Peters. He could end up going to team up. Well, I can see Burnley signing Walker Peters, to be honest. But um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to their season. Uh, right, anyway, Southampton rants over. That could be. That could be the new theme. That could be the new Burton Albion, Southampton. Oh yes, I'm excited about that segment. Uh, right, Luke. Playoffs. Who have you got in the playoffs? Six. Uh, okay, sixth. I've got Stoke City. Um, fifth, I've got Leeds. Fourth, I've got Swansea, and third, I've got Sunderland. Nice. I've got a few of those. Uh, sixth, or as you said, Southampton. Fifth, I've got Stoke. Fourth, I've got Leeds. Third, I've got Sunderland. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about Stoke then. Yep. They've been doing absolute bits in the transfer window so far. Um, this is the first time I think. Stoke fans should be excited about a top six finish. They've got a great manager in Alex Neal who's achieved promotions before. Um, they've brought in Ryan Moray um, from Fenefinikovic. Um, they've got uh, Hoover from Wolves. Moray's Wesley, what well, Wesley um, from Aston Villa. Ben Pearson from Bournemouth. And I think one of the biggest transfers so far is Luke McNally from Burnley. Uh, that's been announced today, and that gets their back four, back five into probably top three or four, back four, five fives in the league for me. I think. Yeah, 
no, yeah, it, it, it is quite silly. Um, maybe this is what Alex Neal saw last year when we were slagging him off for leaving Sunderland. He saw this potential because, you know, he's added quality all over the pitch. But yeah, the defence is, is going to be a big part of that. Mark Travis as well coming in goal, great goalkeeper at this level. And also, he could be one that, um, say they did get promoted or... Three years' time they got promoted, he will still be there probably in, in goal for them because he's only 24. He could stay for six years and become one of the best goalkeeper best goalkeepers in the league and also quite promising for the Premier League. Uh Wesley's an interesting, the only interesting part for me. Um, whether he can hit the ground running. I'd be nice to see him doing well. He hasn't Aston Villa didn't really go his way, he did it. Um, and also I guess our eyes turn to Dwight Gale and Tyrese Campbell again, see if they can do anything. Uh, but Ryan, I'm going to try and say as well, I just laughed at your pronunciation, but May, uh, <laughs> Ryan May, uh, he could be quite good as well up front. So yeah, I'd pop them in at fifth. Uh, who have you got at fifth? In fifth, I've got Leeds. I know they're probably going to be the biggest club in the championship, but again, everyone's going to go to Elm, Ellen Road and basically make it their cup final. Mm. Um, they've lost massive amount of, of of their squad from last season. Uh, they've lost Aronson, Cock, Vober, uh, Christensen and Rocker. Massive parts of their team last season. Uh, and they've only brought in Darlow and Ampadu. I mean, Ampadu is going to be a really good signing for them, I think. I think he's going to play CDM. Well, not CDM. A defensive midfielder um, and not a centre-back this season for them. Um, I think... Looking at their squad, it's pretty positive all round. You've got Sam Greenwood still there. You've got Jamie Shackleton coming in to the squad pretty much. Louis Sinister is going to be too good for the championship. Yeah. Daniel James, too good for the championship, probably. Uh, Patrick Banford, if he stays fit, he's going to be incredible. And also Wilfred Gnonto, who has the ability to be the best player in the championship next season and they've got a player like Daniel Fark a manager like Daniel Fark who has achieved two championship promotions before saying all this I realise I probably should have put them further up um, but I think they'll get playoffs this season Oh yeah as you said you're looking at this team it's, it's stacked beyond belief and it's also the debt so say they were to lose Canotto or uh, Patrick Bamford. Behind Patrick Bamford, you've got Joe Gellhart and Jorginho Rotta still there. Um, if we do the Canotto example, he goes, you've got Sinistera. If Sinistera goes, you've got Harrison. Uh, behind that, Somerville, Helder Costa, Poveda, Jet, Dan James. All these players have all played at this level. I think Sinistera hasn't actually. Uh, but the depth's unbelievable. The experience is perfect with Ailing and Dallas still at the club, Cooper. So, they could be quite exciting. I've popped them one spot ahead of you in fourth. Um, I think there could be a team that pushes through the playoffs. I think I'm more favourite for these than Stoke and Southampton to win at Wembley. Uh, but that's as high as I'm going to put them. Who have you got in fourth? In fourth, I've got Swansea. I've gone over it before. Um, I just believe in Michael Duff as a manager. I think he's going to be one of the most talented managers in the championship. Um, thinking about it now, I probably should have put them lower, but I, I, for some reason, I just believe they're going to get into the playoffs and above some big teams this season. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, we've already spoken them, so I'll move on to. I've got third. I've gone for Sunderland. Um, exactly the same, yeah. You got same at you. I'll go first then. Uh, I've been really impressed with them uh, last season a lot. We spoke about it. The, the signings that they've made last season, though, bringing the youth in, but it, it was slightly different. It wasn't just bringing youth in, it was implementing them correctly. Uh, we saw it in League One, the signings of Jack Clark. Uh, Jay Mateta, Dan Neal, uh, you know, these sorts of players did really well then, allowed them to grow in League One and he's used them well in uh, in the Championship. Uh, adding to that this season, okay, they've gone young again. Joe Bellingham, one of the highest prospects, purely because of his brother, really. But again, 17-year-old doing really well. Um, but they've also got players like Bradley Dack coming in. 29 could do well. Uh, two new forwards to go alongside Ross Stewart when he's back fit. Uh, and goalkeeper uh, Nathan Bishop's coming on loan as well. Uh, fresh from puncturing lungs. Um, what do you think? I agree with most of what you just said. Um, the departures haven't been that catastrophic for them. They've released some very good players in Cole Winchester and another good player in Joe Anderson on loan to Shrewsbury Town. Um, but they've also got in Joe Bellingham, who is a good player in his own right. Uh, Bradley Dack is, on his day, one of the best players in the Championship. And I think, on the whole, this young Sunderland team should be getting better this season. Um, if you look at the whole team, they, 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 they scream playoffs next season, I think, under Tony Mowbray, who's done so well for them so far. Yes, they do. Right. Let's move on to top one and two. Second place, I've got Middlesbrough. Top place, I've got Leicester. And I have a feeling you've got the same. Yeah, we've got the same. Right. Uh, talk me through Middlesbrough first, then. Right. As I was saying in a part that I hope has been cut, uh, they brought in some really good players this season. Um, Sonny Dienga, who scored for QPR last season as a goalkeeper. They brought in Sam Silvera, who's a really good talent from the A-League. Um, I think the A-League League is probably a league that more teams should probably be dipping into because there's so much uh, talent in there. And I think uh, Newcastle have probably signed another Central Coast Marines player as well. Um, but Sam Silvera has got eight goals and five assists in the A-League last season. Uh, still only 22-23, so a lot more ceiling to get to. Um, Carrick as a manager has proved himself to be great. And also, yeah... They haven't really weakened too much. I mean, they're a bit light at attack at the moment. But again, the signings of Dan Barlasa in the January transfer window is a big one for them. Um, and I, I think they'll be right up there again. Uh, Isaiah Jones, obviously, is a, is a great winger. Chief Uh is the only player I might have a little bit of questions around. Is he going to be a one-season wonder? Um, he's 27 now. And... Can he repeat what he did last season under Carrick? Who knows? Hopefully for Middlesbrough, he will. And that's why I put them in second. Yeah, I'll pop them in second as well, as you said there. Uh, keeping on that Akpom thing, I think it'd be this This could decide it. Uh, he obviously played him slightly behind the front. He played him in a camera and it just seemed to work uh, goal-wise. So that could be quite interesting. Uh, Morgan Rogers has come in. Hasn't really done a lot since his Lincoln loan spell in League One all those years ago now, when Brendan Johnson was there as well. Um, but I, I, he's a player that I think could be outstanding. Obviously, a loan at Bournemouth, 
Um, was it last year or two years ago? He's been at Black, uh, two years ago. He was at Blackpool last season. Uh, so that could be interesting. Sonny Dieng as well, as you said, great goalkeeper. I've just really liked Michael Carrick, to be honest. And I think he's building a good team. Vanderberg coming in. Uh, brother of Seth Vanderberg at Liverpool, the centre back. So yeah, I, I I think I just think it could go right this year. I think they built did well last year, and I think because of they've kept sort of the squad together that did well in the Championship, played a year under Michael Carrick, hasn't been made too many departures. Um, I think they could do quite well, and it sort of gives them that edge over teams like uh, Leeds, Stoke, Southampton. I just think they've got that slight edge. Uh, right, Leicester City. Yeah, I put the first because of the amount of money they've yeah. got. And there's really good reviews about their manager, Enzo Maresca, as well. Um, allegedly, very good same, um, very good friends with Roberto De Zerbi. So you'd have thought they might get a few Brighton players on loan. Um, he's also been Pep Guardiola's backroom staff for quite a while as well. Some of the players that have come in, though, haven't really done it for me. Um, Connor Cody and Harry Winks. Both players approaching the end of their career, not end of their career, but on a downward slope in their career. Yeah. Connor Cody could get a game at Everton last season and Harry Winks got relegated with Sampdoria in Syria. So two players I'm, I'm a bit concerned about. The rest of them, though, have been pretty decent. Callum Doyle from Manchester City is a centre-back. Should be one of the be- better centre-backs in the league. Uh, and Steve, Stevie, um, big Steve. Um, Steve, um, it definitely his name it is Steve. Mavid DDD, uh, who was in the legal player um, team of the season last year. Yeah. yeah on FIFA. I'm, so he should be good. I'm really excited to see him. It's Steffi Mavid DDD. DDD. And they've kept some of their good players. Jusby Hall should be nowhere near the championship. And I think they will make massive moves in this last month for the transfer window. And also a front three of Jamie Vardy, Patson Daka, and yeah. Ian Acho in the championship is very scary. Yeah. No, yeah, I completely agree. I think Connor Cody, maybe he's been brought in for his experience in the league. They've still got, you know, the young guy, Callum Doyle. Uh, Harry Souter needs to come through now. They spent 15 million on him. He hasn't done anything for me since signing from Stoke. So this needs to be a big season from him. Best of guards still at the club. He could, you know, good defence. Um, James Justin, still got him at right back. Be interesting. Nadidi's still in. Uh, Chowdhury, now now back at the club. At Watford, this could be a make or break for him. He's got a lot of competition. Mark Albrighton, back at the club, obviously on loan. Could be quite good in the championship. But yeah, as you said, Jamie Vardy, Daka, Inacho, uh, and Steffi Mavidi, the DD, how many Ds it is. Uh could be interesting. Oh, and Dennis Pratt's back as well. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit exciting. Have they got Perez or did he leave? No, he's left. He's left. Um, but yeah, I think it has to be top of the league. I think obviously they've just got a lot of money for Harvey Barnes and James Madison, but outside of that, lots of money anyway. And they've got one of the best training grounds in the country uh, and probably in the Premier League as well. So, you know, it, it will pay off. They've, they have to win the league. Yeah. yeah, I do. If they don't, then something gone seriously wrong. It has indeed. Right, that brings us to an end. Then this is the part three 
Uh, we've done League Two. We've done League One. We've now done the Championship. Up next, then, is the football. We're on our way to... Well, I'm on my way to Wrexham. Um, we'll have another show out uh, soon to come. The first one of the season, which could be quite exciting. Uh, but until then, Luke, have you got anything you want to add? Yeah, let's recap our tables. Let's do that. That could be quite important. Yeah. You go. Yeah, so... Uh... I'll go first. In 24th, I've got Sheffield Wednesday. 23rd, I've got QPR. 22nd, I've got Cardiff. 21st, I've got Huddersfield. 20th, Rotherham. 19th, Blackburn. 18th, Plymouth. 17th, Hull. 16th, Preston. 15th, West Brom. 14th, Birmingham. 13th, Watford. 12th, Ipswich. Uh, 11th, Norwich. 10th, Coventry. 9th, Bristol City. 8th, Millwall. 7th, Southampton. 6th, Stoke. 5th, Leeds. 4th, Swansea. Third Sunderland, second Middlesbrough, and first Leicester. Lovely. I'll go 24th, Rotherham, 23rd, Sheffield Wednesday, 22nd, Swansea, 21st, QPR, 20th, Cardiff, 19th, Plymouth, 18th, Huddersfield, 17th, Hull, 16th, Blackburn, 15th, Preston, 14th, West Brom, 13th, Bristol City, 12th, Watford, 11th, Ipswich, 10th, Millwall, 9th, Birmingham, 8th, Coventry, 7th, Norwich, 6th, Southampton, 5th, Stoke, Fourth Leeds, third Sunderland, second Middlesbrough, and my champions Leicester. There we go. Uh, Luke, anything before we leave? Uh, no, I think that's basically it. I think. Right, lovely stuff. Uh, thank you for listening to this, and if you haven't again listened to League One and League Two, they're over on the Spotify and the Apple Podcasts. Uh, head over to the Instagram. I will be posting all of our league tables. They should be out in line with this post as well, when, when this was posted. So they should be there already. Um, let us know what you think in the comments. Head over to the TikTok as well. Uh, and also, as mentioned, we will be at Wrexham. So look out for that content. Uh, thank you for listening. Do tune in next week. Mm-hmm.